Welcome to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. For the next hour, you'll hear proven methods for how to live the multiple income streams dream. Ryan is passionate about helping others discover their gifts and start their own business. He's published five books, and his courses and group coaching programs have changed the lives of thousands of students all over the world. Ryan's books include Private Label, The Easy Way, Finding Your Grace Place, and his latest, Streams of Income. And now, here's your host, Ryan Rieger. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today, I'm chatting with one of my favorite people in this business, Kate Shattuck, one of my good friends. I love their family. Uh, Kate uh, and her husband, uh, Nate, live in Illinois. They have seven kids. And Nate was able to come home from his teaching job because of this business. So they're one of our awesome success stories. And I point to them often when I talk about what is possible in this business. Kate is known as Keepa Kate in our Legends community. She was one of our first members, um, but she has learned how to use Keepa to explode their business. She knows uh, these uh, more advanced ways that most people don't even think about it. So we talk about that. We talk about how she brought Nate home, how they got started, and it's an awesome touching story. One thing I want to say that she said is, I didn't have extra time, I made time. And that's what they've done. And I'm so super proud of them. She has a Keepa class that she just launched. And the link is in the show notes. Go to streamsofincomeradio.com. This is episode 97. You'll be able to find that link to get into her Keepa class to go deeper. Whether you're at the beginning of your Amazon journey or you've done this for a while, guarantee she's going to teach you something. And so here is my interview with Kate. All right, cool. Well, Kate, welcome to Streams of Income Radio. I'm sorry this is your first time on here. I've been, this is like episode 97 and I'm glad I finally got you on. Long awaited. <laughs> I know. And you've been asking me hundreds of times, when can I get on your podcast? No, you were I tell you what, I just, <laughs> sometimes it takes a hammer. <laughs> it's persistence. No, that's not the case. Um, but I'm th- so thankful that you were able to be on here and we'll talk about your story because it's one of my favorites and um, I love your family and just everything you guys have been able to accomplish and you are a true leader, a model for how people can do this successfully. I know your business and your life has its ups and downs like all of us, um, but you just have a, a newborn and your business is killing it. You brought your husband home. So let's dig in. Where do you, how, tell me how you got started this whole journey selling Let's online. See. We got started because we had no money. (laughs) um, What happened was uh, we were raising a family of five kids and there was some sort of seed that had been planted in my heart that we should have a way to be together, that there should be a family business that we could do, that I could homeschool the kids, we could work the business And the father could be the father, my husband, their dad could be intricately involved and it would all be um, something that would connect the family in a way that I thought that God had designed families to work. Mm -hmm. And so here we are, we're studying on all these different options, right? How to farm. (laughs) how to farm (laughs) how to farm so i was thinking yeah i can do pasture raised beef 
Right. I live in town in a little yeah. tiny duplex. We have no money. We have no experience with farming, but we were reading farming books together uh -huh. because mommy knew there was something that we could do. Yeah. And along the way, we were invited by a, my sister-in-law to go to a homeschool conference. Mm-hmm. My kids were almost high school age. I'd never been to a homeschool conference. My <laughs> oldest two were. And yeah. so we, we said, sure, we'll go with you, follow you around since you are a generational homeschooler and uh -huh. you can tell us what we need to know. And right before this trip, she had to cancel and her whole family couldn't go. Oh, no. So here we were. Uh, do we go? Do we not go? Well, <laughs> We went like uh, we had no idea what we were doing. Um, we just pulled out the schedule mm -hmm. and I started circling things on the schedule that looked interesting to us. Okay. And we were going to figure this homeschool conference thing out. Yeah. Was know? there a and session on how to raise pasture, raise beef? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of looking for that, but it, I didn't no. see anything oh, on that. No. I kind of gotten us sidetracked. <laughs> so we hopped from room to room. Uh-huh at this homeschool conference and if something really touched our hearts and was of great interest to us as we listened for the first couple of minutes in the room i mean you had like two minutes to really yeah. catch our attention if yeah. you were the presenter <laughs> ah, sorry um but we would sit in the back of the room and say no this isn't for us we better go to the next thing i circled on the on the piece of paper right. right in the book they have it's not just a piece of paper schedule it's like a book full of stuff yeah and we went into one room and a woman was talking about how her son had brought her husband home from corporate america mm. and um she she ray perry was telling the story of her 16 year old son building an e-commerce business wow. and bringing her husband home from corporate america and nate and i sat in that room and were literally shaking inside you know mm. and this is the thing that yes. we've been looking for mm. and I turned to him and he said, you need to go talk to her. And I yeah. said, I can't, I'm scared. <laughs> and, you know, my husband is like a gentle, quiet type. Yep. So we stand up, he puts his hand in the, in the middle of my back and gently guides me forward saying, up you go. You're going to the front of this room. You are going to talk to this woman. And that was the beginning of our journey. Wow. You know, we, we began to talk to her. And she said, come down to my booth. I want to know more about you. Mm. And after we spent some time talking with her, got to know her a little bit. She got to know our skills, our experiences. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, you know what? You guys would be great for selling on Amazon, yeah. which was like a, a moment that just paused in time. When you hear these words, yes. my brain was full of question marks because I had never heard of selling on Amazon. Yeah. So my first question was, what does that mean? Selling on Amazon? I don't, I don't get it. And, you know, we had given our, our background that we had teenage boys that had driver's licenses and or about to have driver's licenses. They were super smart and really helpful with our little tiny babies. So, 
two big kids, three, three littles. And I had done things like, um, I had done at least four part-time jobs mm-hmm. all at the same time for much of my 20s and 30s. And so here I was with all this experience helping run inventory in a, in a farm store, helping to mm-hmm. do bookkeeping and yeah. insurance work. And so I had all this extra experience that lent itself to being able to jump into an e-commerce business and yeah. and there it was right before wow. us so when you guys did that was nate um was he a school teacher at the time he was okay and was so, that your only income <laughs> between my little part-time jobs that i was mm-hmm. trying to juggle with all of the children and hit you know bringing them with me everywhere mm-hmm. i went to work uh-huh. uh and um, and him working that teaching job, you know, he wasn't just teaching. And mm-hmm. for any of you teachers out there, you know how much of a, a time, um, time intensive job mm-hmm. teaching is. It's yeah. not just I arrive at school at 8 a.m., I leave the school at 3 p.m., and then I arrive at the school the next day right. at 8 a.m. and I begin again. It is, I arrive at school an hour before the children. I spend all day (laughs) not leaving the room to use the restroom. I mean, it's like you're just intense for all day long. Mm -hmm. And at 3.30, everybody's gone, but now you're making phone calls to parents and you're having meetings with other teachers in the administration. And then you get to correct papers. And then, oh Mm -hmm. goodness, it's time to create more lesson plans. And it just went on and on. And in addition to that, Nate was working part-time jobs as well on the weekends and in the summers. And so we tallied it up and he was gone or involved in his teaching stuff 70 Mm -hmm. hours a week. Oh my gosh. And we (laughs) We were trying to make ends meet on a teaching income with five kids, homeschooling, my part-time jobs. Yeah. And him being gone 70 hours a week. And I kept saying, I think we're more like roommates that live in the yeah. same house yeah. than we yeah. are husband and wife raising a family. Right. And I don't think our little children know you, you know, mm. they barely know you. And every minute that he was available, he was with our children, yeah. you know, so he put them to bed at night and then went back to work um, mm-hmm. downstairs on the computer, typing away, filling out mm-hmm. his logs and, um, you know, it was breaking our hearts. Yeah. Um, wow. And we didn't even know how much it was hurting us, but yeah. we knew it hurt. And wow. still we were going into further debt. And mm. so I would, I'm an intensive budgeter. And uh-huh. So I'd be pulling up our spreadsheets and saying, will you please look at this? It's not good. Yeah. You know, we need help. So hearing about an e-commerce business when we had no money and very little time and, uh, and a lot going on in our lives already, even though we knew it was the thing that God had presented to us as the way he wanted us to go, it wasn't going to be easy yeah. just to jump into it. Yeah. What did that look like? What did that jumping into it or even easing into it look like with all that? I mean, how did you find time to, add on an Amazon business and what were those first few months like in your business? 
Oh, so that started with um, the Proven Amazon course. Uh -huh. um, and Ray Perry directed I, you, she directed you to that? That's right. Ray mm -hmm. said, you know, there's a dad out there mm -hmm. just like you guys that wants to see fathers come home yeah. and be with their families. And that's yeah. what you've expressed to me. And mm -hmm. he's got a Proven Amazon course. So I think you should buy that and start yeah. studying and just get yeah. started. So we went home. I had an Amazon business uh, signed up for anyway on, on amazon.com within a few days. I had the proven Amazon course in my possession uh, within a few days from this homeschooling conference. And uh, we sent our first shipment to an Amazon warehouse within the first 10 days, I believe. That's awesome. Left that, um, place but yeah. what you know we didn't know what we were doing <laughs> we just wanted to do we wanted to get started and so what i did was i i said boys you are high school age i do not need to hold your hand with school anymore because this is how life is going to be as yeah. you grow up you go to college none of the professors are going to hold your hand so we're going to start that training now and i'm going to study this proof an Amazon course while you are sitting on either side of me doing your schoolwork. And I literally got into the computer. We call it, I entered the computer and I did not come back out for two weeks. <laughs> they brought me food. I ate food. <laughs> you know? yeah. uh, wow. I stayed there and studied everything I could possibly study. Yeah. And uh, from there, you know, it was apply, apply, apply. Mm -hmm. So Yes, I studied quite a bit in order to get a handle on this brand new, totally unknown thing that yeah. I was about to embark upon. Yes. And um, from there, we, we really just dived in and dove in uh -huh. and began to apply all the things that I was studying. So uh -huh. uh, they thought I was crazy. Um, both of my big kids did. My husband was right there going, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have any extra time to sure. start doing this. So um, I didn't really have extra time. It was, I made time. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a baby mm -hmm. in my lap. <laughs> you know, I sat there with toddlers playing at my feet while I learned all this information. And then we just kept going. So we didn't have a lot of money to start with. In fact, if you consider that we were going further into debt every month, we were a food stamps family already. Um, and I had a credit card mm. that, my, that I hadn't filled up, you know. And so I put a little bit of inventory on that credit card, you know, with great fear and trembling, but I didn't know what else to do. There yeah. was like extra cash laying around anywhere. Right. And uh, we began to buy and send in inventory and it sold. Mm. So, you know, the things that we bought, they sold. There were a few things that didn't sell that hung on. There was this metal spatula that had a cutting edge on it that yeah. did not sell for like nine months. I can't tell you how much I spent <laughs> over that one little tiny right. spatula. I wish I, if I go back and look at how much it costs, maybe it was two or $4 on clearance, but yeah, 
you know, that was like my, my big mistake. Oh my, it's not selling. <laughs> I <laughs> messed up. Brought, brought the wrong thing. <laughs> yes. So the things that we bought sold and that really encouraged us. Yes. And we were able to, you know, keep going. Do you remember the first thing that sold? The first thing that sold. Um, there's two, there's two things that are like the major two sales that happened right away. Uh-huh. One was this little tiny schleek figurine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, those? Yes. Okay. So if they go out of stock or, or they're discontinued, then they eventually grow in value. And I stumbled upon some old ones in a store. Uh-huh. And so, you know, they had some value and I made some money. But the first major sale, the first sale was <clears throat> a giant popcorn machine. Oh, wow. So one of these old nostalgia. It's red. It's got yeah. the glass windows. Did you right? do FBA on that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know any better. <laughs> Just it, the, little, the little computer in my hand said it made money, and so we yeah. did it. And awesome. the coolest part of that was my big boys, we brought them with us. And uh-huh. we were working on learning on these really old phones. I mean, because we had no money, we also had rather decrepit phones at yeah. the time. I mean, yeah, they were phones at least, but yeah, they did not, they did not hold up for very long. And we had the boys in the store with us and we're scanning these different items. And so my oldest son is the one who found the popcorn machine and said, Hey, this makes money. <laughs> like it really does a bunch yeah. of money. And so um, it was his biggest thrill that we sent it in and it was his mm-hmm. find and it made money. And I mean, there was rejoicing in the streets. Yes. <laughs> we just made money. Are you serious? <laughs> this actually so, works. <laughs> it does. Oh my so, goodness. you know, that did help too, maybe with them yeah. not riding me so hard about this crazy venture I had yeah. put us on. And they really did think I had put them on some sort of crazy roller coaster um, mm-hmm. that wasn't going to work. And, um, um, and I was wasting more money. <laughs> so wow. uh, they were really concerned. I mean, my oldest said, Mom, just go get a job. And, mm. you know, I was adamant. No, nope, <laughs> we're not doing that. This thing. this thing that God planted in us, it is going to grow. And it's yes. going to become a beautiful plant. I am just sure of it. And so, you know, we worked at this. Um, I eventually was able to drop each of my part-time jobs. Mm. And I did a lot of them from home, but it was nice to be able to just say, okay, I, can't, I don't have time for this anymore because I'm doing so much with this new fledgling Amazon business that I I need to stop doing this other one, which is fantastic. And it was also a step of faith too, because we we really didn't have the money to stop doing one job and just do the others. Um, But we did. And as we did, you know, the income began to rise. And so what we, what we were working on was every time we sold things and got money back, we would just roll that money back into the business again and again and again. And somewhere around December 2016, mm-hmm. you did a webinar for yeah. um, with a man named Danny Stock, yeah. and you guys talked about this revolutionary way of finding <laughs> of inventory <sourcing>. <laughs> to sell on Amazon. Yeah, and I did not watch it. 
I paid for it, but uh-huh. I did not watch it. I was busy doing other you're, things. You're busy right? working on your business. That's right. I was doing Q4 and yes. um, and along the way, you know, we'd had a baby and she was yeah. like seven months old at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I was full up. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, we had six people, six people to watch over and a business that we were trying to to grow in the middle of the busiest season of the year for selling. Yeah. And yet I had a friend watch it. Mm. And this guy came over to my house and said, listen, did you watch that video that you had us sign up for and pay for? And I said, no, <laughs> he said, you need to watch it tonight. That's it. Just wow. drop what you're doing yeah. and watch this video. It will change your life. <laughs> I was like, I don't. Okay. That seems a little bit. <laughs> that seems a little much. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so a bit much. So I, um, I did what he said though. Uh-huh. I mean, he was serious and intense. Wow. So, so I stopped what we were doing and I watched that video mm-hmm. and I literally hung on every word mm. that happened in that video. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. if, I, if my face could have been pressed against the screen to get right? all of it, that would have been me. And I turned away from that and said, that's what we're doing. Mm. I am going to learn this new technique and I am going to apply it. And we just ran with it. Wow. Let's talk about that technique real fast. Most people know on this podcast that listen to this. What were you doing before and what did that, that video tell you to do that you switched over to? You got it. So... I had learned all these different ways of selling on Amazon mm-hmm. and the one that had stuck with me best was retail arbitrage mm-hmm. because I was on my feet. It was yeah. instant gratification, right? Yeah. You find something, you pick it up, you put it in your cart, you know, it's good. You bring it home and you can sell it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that worked really well. And I was going from clearance aisle to clearance aisle mm-hmm. in every store in the area yeah. because I, you know, go big or go home. Right. Right. So I had learned all these different stores and Mm -hmm. had gone lots and lots of clearance shopping. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a place where physically life was difficult for Mm me. Uh, The pregnancy that I'd had was difficult. It did. um, I had lots of injury (laughs) from Mm -hmm. it physically. So, you know, we just had to press through that. My kids loaded the the babies in the car for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, they went to baseball practice. I drove to town and met Nate on his way back from work. And he would eat the dinner I had prepared and brought in the van with us and take care of the children with me in the store. And then he would load the kids back up because wow. I couldn't lift children yeah. and help with that. And so, you know, that was our, our life going from clearance aisle to clearance aisle. Mm. And then this new technique was, you know, there's things you could buy in the store over and over again at regular price and mm-hmm. just consistently sell them on Amazon. If you only do the extra research mm-hmm. of maybe typing in the product or looking for it, looking for listings for it, rather than just scanning the barcode and checking to see if it's selling on Amazon that mm-hmm. way. So we began to really research these, you know, everything everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and as we began to research these products, we were finding listings where, oh my goodness, it does sell on Amazon for a profit. I can buy this at 
any of my local stores and bring it home and sell, you know, 20 a month, yeah. 15 a month, a hundred a month. So, you know, we just began growing a list of that kind of products and they were called replens. They're still mm-hmm. called replens. Uh-huh. And we, we, you know, cut our teeth on, on all this new information and, Oh my goodness. It began to grow our business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's how you brought Nate home. It is. I reached out to both you and Danny at one point and said, okay, we're at, we're at $20,000 a month and growing and we are struggling to grow more. What do we do? And Danny's response was, um, hire people. And you were like, you're doing 20,000 a month and it's not Q4. What happened? You know, this is so great. And, uh, from there we, we hired help and, that instantly doubled our business from that mm. February where we hired people to help us. And mm. when I say hired help, don't, don't think like it was some crazy hard thing to do. It was, mm. I called a bunch of people that I knew and said, mm. Hey, can your kids help? Yes. <laughs> and so we had four teenage girls, two of or three of which were my nieces from mm-hmm. various parts of our family. Yeah. So four teenage girls in the house, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll just move on from there. <laughs> we're teenage girls in the house. We're helping us. But it instantly doubled what we were able to wow. do. Wow. And why did it do that? Because you were, they were doing prep and ship and it allowed you to go out and do more shopping? Exactly. So I had found all these replans with uh-huh. the research, but I didn't have the time to go out and shop for all of them yeah. because we were at home prepping them, putting them into boxes, sending yeah. them off to Amazon. But if we had a prep party on Thursday afternoon where these girls could come into the house and help us for a few hours, you know, we could get all of it done instead of, you know, the drudgery of doing it every day of the week Mm -hmm. and not being able to get out of the house because this is what we were stuck doing. And it wasn't drudgery. I shouldn't say that because I do like prep and ship. I'm one of the oddballs that does (laughs) like doing it. Um, This feels so neat and tidy. So uh, we, we had that help, which then translated into, oh, we have a bunch of extra hours that we can be out grabbing more products mm-hmm. and do it just snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. How did you make that decision? What point, what, what, do you remember the, the sticking point that made you say, hey, you really need to quit? Or did you have a certain number in mind as far as percentage of his income that you're like, once we hit this, we'll, we'll bring him home? Or how did that work? So we're a little bit, a a little bit less risk averse, maybe. Uh Okay. Yeah. Or more risk averse. Which way is it? I don't like those scary risk things. Mm -hmm. Um, And at one point, um, you know, I'm doing all the bookkeeping and I'm watching the numbers grow. And at that point it had been, we were closing in on doing two years of our business. Mm -hmm. And the first year that we, we did this, even starting with very little cash, well, a little bit on a credit card. Let's just be honest there. Mm-hmm. A little bit on the credit card. Uh, we did 90000 in sales that first year. And wow. then yeah. second year, we grew quite a bit from there. Mm-hmm. Now we're in, we're finishing our, our second year of selling. And, you know, we're getting into spring of 2017. And I'm looking at the bookkeeping and looking at our payouts. And, you know, I, got, I had to go to Nate and say, honey, 
with this growth that we're doing with getting help and we're able to grow more, mm -hmm. I've just doubled the amount of your paychecks um, with our Amazon business wow. and we're using it as our full-time income. Yeah. We're just growing. And, yeah. you know, so what I did was, you know, I could have been the wife that said, you need to quit your job. Uh -huh. But I knew that this wasn't going to be a, you know, good going forward for the future. I wanted it to be something where Nate chose. Yes. You know, that Nate looked at the numbers that with me and mm -hmm. Nate looked at the situation and it was his choice mm. that he said, you know what? I'm ready. And so the summer of 2017, June 2017, he said, yep, I'm looking mm. at the numbers. I'm looking at what we're doing. I am ready to resign my teaching job. And one thing he said was, I'm ready to stop teaching other people's children and come home and teach our own. And wow. uh, so mamas love to hear things like that from their husbands. I tell you what. Um, yeah, you just bring that down growing ready in love to stop teaching other people's children and ready to teach mine. So did he, when he did that, did he come in and uh, take the responsibility of homeschool then? From you? He did. Okay. He did. So when Nate came home as a teacher already, yeah. he, uh, you know, we had lots of bumpy road after sure. that. Yeah. You know, he came home June of 2017. We really began to grow the business. It just grew by leaps and bounds every month with the two of us in the same harness. When yeah. you yoke yourself together with your husband and you're going in the same direction as, yes. and you're not fighting each other. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I'd had two teenage boys in our household. They had been my helpers. But you know what? When your teenage boys are working for and with their mama, um, they're looking to grow into manhood. <laughs> so there's a little bit of friction that can come right. with it. Uh, but this, the, it is entirely different when you and your husband are working together. I could not believe the amount of work we could get done in yes. a short amount of time. What did that when look like? Um, who, how did you decide? Um, what, what ended up happening? What role did you take versus what role did he take in the business? And how did you decide that? Or did it just naturally happen because of he's good at this, so he'll do this. I'm good at this, so I'll do that. So I wish I could say it was a fairy tale. And we just <laughs> naturally flowed into the places <laughs> we belonged. And right. Happily ever after. But no, the man came home and started doing my dishes and getting into my laundry business. Right. <laughs> And I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do it my way and you don't do it right. No. Uh -huh. But, you know, eventually you work out all these different places of, yeah. of distress. <laughs> and it, I am naturally a numbers person. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm in the thinking side of the business. I'm in the mm -hmm. analytics, analytical side of the business. And he is not that type of person yeah. and so he gravitated towards managing all of the children managing what was happening in the household um i found a notebook that he had written some goals in and one of them was i want to learn how to cook and awesome. um wow <laughs> I, I found it like a year into it so uh -huh. i didn't know that it was a goal because he hadn't told me but the man jumped into the kitchen and was wow. trying to learn how to cook everything. 
<laughs> so we had some interesting food, but we all are, we all survived. And, and is there anything you remember in particular that he set in front of you? Like, what's this? Like burnt offerings. <laughs> um, we had a, we had a few uh, very, very salty okay. um, soups that, you know, like, I, I don't know if we can actually swallow this much salt. Um, you can't take <laughs> that back out once you put that in. Right. Uh, so, oh my gosh. so, I mean, we made it through it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he he has become an excellent cook. So wow. he's been home since 2017. It is now mid-2021. And four years of practice, he is really good That's at what awesome. he does. So, oh, my gosh. You know, um, so there, there's that. He's also the brawn of the business. So mm-hmm. all things lifting, heavy lifting, carrying, uh-huh. that was him. And there's a yeah. lot of that that happens oh, sure. in an FBA business. And your, ba- your, your prep center's in the basement, right? It was in the basement. So he's so, taking them upstairs. <laughs> yes. Everything had to go downstairs to get prepped. Everything had to come back wow. out in 50 pound boxes. <laughs> and so that's what he did as his exercise routine. He's like, yeah. I lift and load 50 pound boxes all the time. That's why I have the big muscles in my arms. So people would say, Oh, you've been at the gym. No, no, I've been in the basement. I haul 50 pound boxes for a living. <laughs> so oh, yeah, nice. between the two of us though, I mean, we were always together. Mm-hmm. We, we did everything together. We went to mm-hmm. all the stores together with all of our kids. I call it the circus. Yeah. Um, we, you know, our kids learned to be very well behaved everywhere we went, mm. but we just worked alongside each other, which was the intent. Mm. The intent was to have a home business yes. that met our needs, and now it exceeds what we think our needs are, wow. and uh, and to work together in it with our children. So our children have all played a part in mm. the jobs that we we assign them uh, right. in the business. And it's good for them. They know they're valuable and they know they have intrinsic value inside of the family. They bring Mm. something to the table. That's cool. That was really important to the two of us. So yes, I am like the numbers person. I am the the brains behind the business, Uh but without Nate, that you know, the wheels wouldn't be turning. Mm. Um, So he runs all the stuff that you don't think about. And Mm bit by bit, he saw the needs and he would take them on and mm. I would no longer have to think about them or do them. Uh, he started doing the, the grocery shopping, uh-huh. you know, a little strange at times, but that's okay. Uh, we got through it. I I'm the type that wants to bring healthy food home. He's the type that doesn't read packages and brings it home because it <laughs> looks cool. Um, and so, you know, we got along to the point where now sometimes he reads packages, but the rest of the time he brings home what he knows is good, right? Like past history, she approves. I'm bringing this home again. Um, so then we hit 2020 Mm -hmm. and I found out a surprise. I got to have another baby. (laughs) Um, I mean, after you get over the initial shock, <laughs> you know, it, it was a welcome baby. Right. I mean, we love, we love our children and we have absolutely nothing against more of them. Right. <laughs> uh, we just weren't expecting that seeing that uh, the last one was um, four and a half. And yeah. so we, 
you know, we found that out. And then like right after that, we found out the whole world is shutting down and everything's going to change for <laughs> the worse for most yeah. people everywhere. Yeah. And so that changed our business incredibly. Mm. We, we had, um, we had to figure out, you know, how we were going to run a business when I can't walk very well or walk at all at times. Um, how are we going to run a business with stores shutting down and the Amazon warehouses closing and not right. allowing us to send products to them? Yeah. And so we had a major shift. Uh, you know, we had run a seven figure business for a couple of years already. And here we had to figure it out again, a whole totally new different way. And Nate stepped up, you know, we had some employees say we're sheltering at home. And so we won't be working. And Nate had to take their place and more. And so, and he did. So here we are, we've worked all through the, these last few years where I do a majority of the business and, then it became, he does a majority of the business because we did this together. He was able to do that. And the shift was able to happen. And you just ordered pizza the whole time since he he couldn't cook. (laughs) You know, he did bring home pizza probably more than we should have. (laughs) You are correct. It's not good for any of us in this household to eat those kinds of foods, (laughs) but we did eat them a little bit more than we should have. And, and we ate more simply. Yeah. And he worked even harder. You know, he would prepare food before he left, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, the man really stepped up to the plate. Mm. And um, we we kept our seven-figure business going all through 2020 and my pregnancy and um, my one niece that had stayed with us to continue working in 2020. She had an accident, right? She did. She yeah. um the night before she had an accident, one of our other employees had come and said, I really want to come back and start working in September. Mm-hmm. And we said, thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, please come back and help us. Yeah. And our baby was due at the end of October. So here's, here's beginning of September. We needed help. Mm-hmm. And the next day, my niece who ran everything for prep and ship and mm-hmm. in our household, um, and so much more than that was in a motorcycle accident and she was in intensive care mm-hmm. in the hospital for uh, an extended period of time. Yeah. And so, you know, we went through some bumps. Yeah. They, wow. they were um, distressing and Absolutely. crying out to the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the people that we loved and right. for how do we go forward with this business at the same time. And yet we were able to keep going. And mm. our replens business has just multiplied. That's and, incredible. Um, been a huge blessing, not only to our family, but to the people that work for us. Absolutely. And, um, and we have a good time together. Yeah. That's Did you have to are. pivot on the products you were selling or the categories you were in? Okay. Say that again. Did you have to pivot at all on the products that you were selling last year? Yes. For 2020, we did a lot of merchant fulfilling of items that were non-essential. So we were crazy merchant fulfillers <laughs> where we just were 
boxing up, packaging everything and shipping them directly to the customer yeah. rather than putting them all into one big box and sending them to an, M an yeah. FBA Amazon warehouse for Amazon to handle all of that shipping directly mm -hmm. to the customer with mm -hmm. prime shipping. So we did that. Um, and then we additionally grew all of the essential things. So before 2020, I was a grocery seller, but a moderate one, you know, mm -hmm. not something that I was, I was not heavily into health and beauty, personal care, uh, grocery type items, but I had a good amount of research done in that area. So mm -hmm. we sold some things there. And so it wasn't a heavy shift for us. It was just more of a slight decrease in one area and a a bigger increase in the other area yeah. just to move things around. And that's one thing about that mile wide inch deep mm -hmm. um, thought. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was. I researched a ton of stuff before 2020 came around. Yeah. So I had a really good background into what can we do now with what we have and where can we go with this? So yes, we do a lot more grocery now than we ever did before. Um, and cleaning supplies. We had sold many cleaning supplies before 2020. Found out those are taboo, right? Yes. <laughs> 2020. Right. You don't sell oh. that anymore. But, you know, losing that section of our business didn't hurt us because I'd already done so much research mm -hmm. using Keepa. That's yes. my, my go-to friend, right? That's your superpower. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> since I had used Keepa so much and had done so much of that research before mm -hmm. all of this happened, it was simply a matter of, okay, we need to change directions. I can do that because I've already... I, I'm already very good at the analytical part. I've practiced yes. so much. I've looked at so many things. Mm -hmm. Here we go. You know, yes. We're off to the races. That's awesome. Tell me, well, let's, let's jump into Keepa. We wrap this up um, and we, we can chat about what, what is Keepa? I mean, obviously, I don't know if I've had an episode. We talk about it all the time in these groups, but to somebody who's never heard of this before, thinking, oh, this Amazon thing sounds cool. What is Keepa? How do you use it? Um. Okay. So Keepa is a graph, simply stated. How does that help you? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so that isn't a good descriptor of, of what Keepa really is. Yeah. So some nice people got together somewhere on this planet near Germany or in Germany years ago. Well, we could start like that. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> there were some faraway land. <laughs> in a faraway land called Germany. Some really there smart were, people. <laughs> yes. And they had the idea to track the products on Amazon, what they sell for, how often they sell, what Amazon is recording as their best seller rank. So mm -hmm. Amazon has this whole system of categorizing and cataloging how their product, the products on the site, on the platform are selling, mm -hmm. and they give it a best seller rank. Mm -hmm. And every product gets a number where it is in line. So I have seven children. Child number one, his name is Isaac. Child number seven, her name is Lily, right? They are not going to move around in the rankings. Isaac <laughs> is never going to be child number seven. Right. And Lily is never going to be child number one. But on Amazon, those products change places all the time based on the demand for the product. Yes. So 
product number one, the top best seller could be product number seven in a few minutes because mm -hmm. something else is selling better all of a sudden and has beaten it out of the ranking place. Right. So Amazon products are all based on, on those, that ranking mm -hmm. position and they're always moving around because something is going to sell three and, and another thing is going to sell two this right. hour. And so they're going to change positions mm -hmm. at any rate. Keepa is a tracking software that checks every, um, every short period of time, sometimes mm -hmm. more, sometimes less based on the product and how much activity it has on it to see how is it selling and how much is it selling for? And, oh yeah, how many people are selling this product? So all of these pieces of information make it, um, I wouldn't say easy or like a perfect system for finding out if you can sell a product for a profit on Amazon, but it sure makes life easier. Um, if you have this tool in your arsenal, then you go to that, the tool Keepa and you say, how is this listing doing? How many people sell on this listing? How much do they sell it for? And how much did they sell it for? Not just today, but last year or a few months ago, because if I know what happened in the past, I can reasonably predict what may happen in the future. And I can tell if I'm going to be able to sell this product in a few weeks yes. for a profit. So doing all of that research with Keepa is like what safeguarded my business from being, uh, from experiencing heavy losses in 2020 right. when we went through all those, those changes. But more than that, it has put me in a place where I win a lot. So when I play the game of my Amazon business, it's kind of like Monopoly or the game of life to me. I always, yes. I always like to be amassing more of those little dollars and more yes. of the properties. And so, <laughs> oh, and in the game of life, I uh -huh. always liked when I had two vehicles full of right. children. Full so of children. Look at how that's played out. And you <laughs> got the reality. You're living so, it. Here I am, seven children. I love it. Yes. Two station wagons. <laughs> so here we go. With, with this, because I got really, really good at reading a Keepa graph mm -hmm. and understanding how the Keepa website worked, then I was able to pick a lot of winners as products. Mm -hmm. Now, you're always going to have some losses when sure. you're selling on Amazon, just like in anything in life. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be losses. There's going to be things that happen that you didn't know were going to happen, mm -hmm. and you, you're going to lose money on some of the products that you try to sell, some of your inventory. Mm -hmm. But the point is, you're supposed to win a whole lot more than you lose. Right. So if I think of it as, you know, I'm not just out there shopping in stores, or I'm not just out there shopping online for inventory. I am looking to win. <laughs> that is my game. Yes. And you're not and, guessing. You're not get. You're not picking up something yeah. off the shelf. Oh, this looks pretty. I think people are going to like this. Let's buy 50 of them and, and try to sell them. You're, you have data in front of you. And also I want to say too, that some of you who aren't um, analytical and data driven like Kate is, you can still learn Keepa. You don't have to know everything about everything. You don't have to be Keepa Kate to have a successful Amazon business. What are, Real quickly, what are some of the high level things that when you look at a Keepa graph, people need to be looking at so that they're not intimidated with all the 
the numbers and letters and all the jumps and like it looks confusing to somebody like me who's not analytical like you it's like whoa i don't even know what to do with this so what are we what should we look for and then i also want to ask you about some things that people don't even know about keepa some of the more advanced things that exist um that's a whole other we could do a whole webinar about that but and i know that's what your class is about too but tell me about keepa right. as a beginner what should we be looking at so there's a few things, right? And I like to keep it at just three, especially if I'm looking for something I can sell over and over again as mm -hmm. a replenishable in our business. Makes life so much simpler than, yeah. you know, constantly looking for brand new inventory. Yes. So one is consistent sales. So keep a covers a ton of data points, but if you break it down to just three consistent sales, how do those look? Whether they're consistently slower or consistently fast, it doesn't matter. You can find a replan in any of those ranges. Then the, the other is consistent selling price. So I look at that and say, has it consistently sold for 20, 30 or $40 here? Do I want something that is selling for 25 today and nine tomorrow? Or it was consistently at seven for the last six months and just for the last week, it's been up at 30. You know, those are products that I look at and say, whoa, that's a scary one because right. it could go right back down to $7 again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to lose quite a bit of money if I have to sell out of this product at $7. So consistent sales is extremely important. Mm -hmm. Consistent selling price is point number two. That is the second most important thing to be looking at. And then the third is, what's your competition going to be like on this listing? So the number of sellers. And I want that one to be a pretty gentle flow of sellers as well. Right. I if, if it's a fast selling item, Sure, I can compete with 50 sellers sure. and all of us can have a piece of the pie on, on a fast selling listing. Sure, a small piece of the pie. I prefer a big piece of the pie, right. but if I, you know, I do understand I can have a little bit. And, but what I don't want to see is the number of sellers rising like a peak on a mountaintop. You know, I don't want to see that kind of activity happening on a listing that I am choosing to sell right. because I know that that could continue to grow. And when you have a lot of supply, which means a lot of sellers selling the product, you're going to see that the price will naturally come down. It is yep. a natural response in economics supply mm -hmm. and demand yes. that the price will fall if there is a plentiful supply. So I need to pay attention to these kinds of things when I look at a keeper graph. So yes. those three things are super important and they are the basis for all of the decisions that I start to make. Mm. Sure. I have to look into some things further. There's some cool extra skills that I have gained, but if I were a new seller or just in general, if I were pulling up a keepograph, those are the things that my brain goes to one, two, yes. three. That's good. All right. So tell me about something more advanced that like people don't even, that's typically what we teach is those three things because it's the easiest to understand. But 
those people who are more data geeks and love this type of stuff dig further. So what are some things that Keepa has that most people don't even think about and how are you using that in your business? So I use Keepa for sourcing. And when people say, oh yeah, yeah, I understand. You look up a product, then you go to the Keepa graph and you say, okay, is it a good thing to buy? No. <laughs> Keepa is a website. Yeah. Keepa has all these different tools inside of their website. And one of them helps me to search for new products. Mm. So I use Keepa, Keepa.com as my search engine. Wow. <laughs> this is where awesome. I go to find new things to sell. And by and large, here's how it works. Now, Nate is our, our, big, um, our big sourcer of inventory, right? I give him a list. He goes out to buy it. He brings back what he finds. But often we can't find enough of that inventory to meet the demand. Mm -hmm. So I have in the list, buy all. Okay. <laughs> so if Nate goes out and instead of coming home with the 30 things that I think he's going to come home with, he finds a hundred of those <laughs> little items and brings them home to me. Now I have a problem because mm -hmm. I needed 50 I knew we would usually find 30 and the man just brought me a hundred. What am I supposed to do with all of these items? So we have this little agreement. He goes out, he buys all. That's it. That's the yeah. agreement. I am on the other hand, I'm supposed to figure out what to do when he finds all and it's a large quantity. So what I did was I began to use Keepa extensively, uh -huh. intensively. And that was my, you know, my pal, me and my laptop and the little Keepa site. And I would look for listings using Keepa. And that is something that very few people understand, mm. know to do. Um, and it eliminates a lot of, you know, the old phrase, um, let your fingers do the walking. It's mm -hmm. like the yellow pages uh, mm -hmm. catchphrase. And you're not supposed to run to all the stores to find what you're looking for. You're supposed to pick up the phone book, call the number and find out if the mm -hmm. store has it, right? So for me, Keepa is let my fingers do the walking. Yes. I go into Keepa, I look for products inside of the Keepa uh, product finder mm -hmm. and I find places to sell those extra items that Nate brings home. And Interesting. It really so was it like, give me an example to be like, let's say that he brought home a hundred chocolate pop tarts and you're like, so you're selling the pop tarts on the chocolate listing by itself, but you only need 50 for that. So you got 50 extra chocolate pop tarts. You have to find maybe uh, another listing that has some, a bundle of them with other flavors. And you're just trying to figure out where can I, is it like just other listings essentially? That's right. I'm trying to find all of the hidden listings. I am trying to find all of the things that people haven't been looking for. Mm. I'm not looking for the number one top seller right. listing. I am looking for the hidden things, you yes. know, like here I am. Like I talk about, you get out your spoon and you start digging. Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm an archeologist here. And what I'm doing is I'm taking those extra Keepa skills that I've learned mm -hmm. uh, that go beyond just looking for the three basics. Yeah. And I am using those skills to look at a listing that mm, on the outside, it looks like an ugly duckling, but on the inside, it's a beautiful swan. <laughs> so, so I, I take it. that listing and I, you know, I have lists of notes 
you know, like try this, test this, yeah. send to see what happens with this one. And it just systematically go through and utilize all these other listings that maybe people haven't been using and sometimes haven't been using for four or five years. And wow. has the data on it going back 2016, 2015. Some of it is so something really that's unavailable back. right now. Yeah. And wow. so I will, I will use my extra Keepa skills to bring these listings back to life. I love and, it. You know, there's been a few that have been duds, but by and large, you know, this, this relationship Nate and I have is quite symbiotic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my Keepa skills really fix all of those uh, <laughs> things that right. he brings to me as, you know, they could be major problems, but then they ended up to be major blessings. That's so. awesome. Do you think if he came home with a, this would be a fun challenge, Nate, go find 25 of something item that's not on the list and, and see if you can find a place to put them. Oh, I don't know if I should loosen the reins that much yet. <laughs> uh, but yes, this did happen to us just this, this um, summer. spring. Uh -huh. So sometime in May, <laughs> oh, end of April. I said, you know what? It's time to go back to this one store. Seasonality means uh -huh. people are starting to work in their yards again. We need to get a whole lot of these replans into the warehouse. Go get them, right? Yeah. But I gave him a list, and it was a very conservative list. It was not a buy all list. Yeah. It was a buy six of these sets, 12 of yeah. those sets, 18 of the other. Uh -huh. And the man looked at it and said, that's too conservative. <laughs> they broke the agreement. And he <laughs> brought home um, many cases of oh, the oh items, not six, 12 or 18, but cases, hundreds of the item. And, uh, you know, at oh. first I was, I was um, rather upset. And he wasn't around for me to be rather upset at him. But <laughs> I was rather upset with my laptop. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just settled down, dove into Keepa and started digging. Mm. And w when I came out, I had a, a few dozen listings to work with. Wow. Uh, I began to parcel out all of the things that he had brought home onto these different listings. We sent them in and I was like, there's no way. <laughs> we're doing this just so that he doesn't have to take this stuff back. Right. And I had to eat humble pie. I really did because they all started selling. <laughs> and these were listings that were unavailable at the time that you had, you were trying to resurrect. Yeah. So un unavailable or out of stock wow. types of listings. But in addition to that, they were things that people were merchant fulfilling for a long, some of them were merchant fulfilled for a long time at a low price. And I thought, nobody's going to want to buy this at a price where I can actually turn a profit, but I'm going to send it in at this price above the merchant fulfillers by more than 10%. Yes, indeed. So, you know, the typical rule of thumb is price above a merchant fulfilled seller by 10% and you'll get the sale as an FBA seller. Mm -hmm. Well, I was way above that. Yeah. And I just, yeah, no. Wow. And they all like just clicked on through the sales and moved on. Are you still selling those customers. items right now? Hmm? Are you still selling those items currently? We are, but it's awesome. not the first ones that we sent. It's the second or third batch now. Wow. <laughs> we had to just, I, I had to go back to him and say, honey, I'm real sorry. I got upset. <laughs> <laughs> but buy more of those, please. 
but I need you to go back. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like you could have a whole course on this extra advanced stuff, couldn't you? You could. In <laughs> fact. In fact, let's talk about that. I, I may just have sat for many, many, many hours in front of some lights and a laptop uh-huh. and created um, more than eight hours of video. Wow. So it's, it's more than eight hours of video. And I like to say, well, I talk slow. So, you know, could have been less video, less hours of video if I was just a speedy talker. <laughs> part of that is, though, when you go to listen to somebody talk about something you don't know anything about, do you want them talking super fast and skimming over the information? Well, the type of learner that I am, no. I am wanting to absorb every step and I want to understand the details. I want a foundation that I can build on and fly from. And so when I sat down to make a Keepa class, Uh um, I had that in mind to make sure I covered all of the details. Mm. And so that you have a great foundation to build on Mm. and really go forth with um, mastery of this uh, Keepa analytical tool to help yeah. build an Amazon business. And yes, you can use it as you look at wholesale products. And yes, uh-huh. you look at private label products and say, okay, based on how these private label products are doing, how can I do with my own private label? Mm-hmm. Yes, you would definitely use it in online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, and definitely replens type businesses. Mm-hmm. So, I've watched so many sellers struggle with Keepa. Yeah. And I've seen and heard their stories of terrible inventory buys that hurt them financially. And, you know, that kills me knowing that we haven't experienced that because the instant Keepa became something um, worthwhile to look at way back in, I don't know, 2016, 2015, when it was really starting to to mm-hmm. get it get going, um, that became my buddy, my pal, and it yes. saved us a lot of heartache. Yes. So wow. I wanted to pass that on to fledgling sellers, but not just fledgling sellers, those who have gone beyond and they've become the more advanced sellers. They've got a lot of experience. So I included everything. Wow. In so, is this the, a, so even a new seller would get something out of this as well? It's basic to advanced? It does. It Love goes it. from the very, let's start at the very beginning. Uh-huh. And we went from there all the way through the whole site. So yeah. how to read a Keepa graph and a bunch of examples that go with that. Yeah, that's in there. Mm-hmm. And then how to use the whole Keepa site for your advantage. Yeah, that's in there too. Awesome. So all of it is there. Yeah. That uh, strategy you were mentioning where Nate brought home all those extra items is um, and use that keep a to find places for all those you talk about that too oh yes I awesome because <laughs> i can guarantee i mean you you know the sellers that were that we talk to all the time and most of them have a basic foundational knowledge of keepa but there's not nothing out there that i know of, that goes deep into keeping all these extra things and so i'm excited that you created this it was awesome. you know it was like this pull on my heart for a yeah. long time and i just kept resisting doing it mm-hmm. but everywhere i looked i couldn't find anybody talking about it right and so it was like well somebody's got to tell other people how to do yeah. this oh it's me <laughs> so, <laughs> but i do love to teach 
So yes. there is you're that great at it, by the way. Boy. Yes. Yeah. You're a great teacher and people Thank you're, you. I bet is, um, now I need to watch the videos cause you in person, you're hilarious to listen to is the, are the videos like funny too? Dry and boring. No, are they not? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, you know, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right? So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, you'll just have to, to try it. We'll, we'll look. <laughs> Well, guys, this will be in the, the episode or the uh, link is, um, well, go ahead and give the website and I'll put a link. I'll have the link. I have a special link, but you can go ahead and give the website. What's the, where people can go check it out. Yeah. My website is my name, katechaddock.com. Cool. So pretty simple. Yeah. And if you guys go to streamsofincomeradio.com, this is episode 97. I'll have a link in the show notes to get it. And if you are a Legends member listening to this, do not use that link. Well, there'll be a special link for you um, in the Legends group. So, Kate, thank you so much. I, yeah. This has been fun. I just um, I can't tell you enough how much I adore you and your family. It's uh, You guys are special to us. And um, just, you know, talking just simple things like talking to Nate at the end of the, the conference in, in Nashville about parenting skills and you know just you know you guys are a wealth of knowledge you've raised seven great kids and um i just i'm thankful for your friendship thankful for what you guys do in legends thankful just for your your leadership in our community and i love your story and so thank you for doing this and appreciate it very much (laughs) (laughs) it's been such a pleasure i love growing alongside all the other sellers and the conversations that we've had along the way you know, I think of everybody as my personal friend. Yeah. I don't know if they do, but that's okay. You're mine. <laughs> that's right. Well, mine too. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we'll see you. Right, let's definitely let's get to do another episode. I think we could do um, something more advanced on Keep, although that might have to be more visual because it's kind of hard to talk about it in depth without showing it. But let me know when you want to jump back on and share some stuff. We could easily talk about how you do this. I mean, a whole episode just about how you and Nate do this together. Um, people get those questions, how you do it at being a homeschool mom. How does that all work out? That's something you and honey talk about. So but yes. I'd love to have you back on anytime. All right. Thank all right. You. Thanks. See ya. You've been listening to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. From right here in the Dallas Metroplex, Ryan teaches several entrepreneurial courses and group coaching programs to students all over the world. Be sure to listen next week at the same time for Streams of Income with Ryan Rieger.